Welcome. G'day, folks. This is Hang On To Your Hat and welcome. This is the episode number 11. We've got Tommy Jacket here from The Daily Talk Show. Hi, Daddy. You're a naughty boy. Sorry, Dan. I cut you off there. They know who we are. You can't get away from it. Not the blokes haven't tried. If you're not a father, you've got a father. You're a son of a dad or a daughter of a bloke. But either way, being a dad is no picnic. The fear, the anger, the confusion and, well, the love, of course. (laughs) Derek Myers and Dan Lee, together with their special guests, are here to share the highs and lows, the joys and the agony of being a modern dad. But most of all, to let you know that you're not alone. Amazing that you sound like that, Derek. <laughs> Took <laughs> me right. ages to get that bit, that voice. <laughs> oh, he does a great petulant dwarf. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that, Dan. What you are you can't doing? say petulant anymore. Oh, I thought dwarf. You weren't allowed to say. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. I don't know what petulant means. <laughs> Neither do I. Actually, it's got something to do with a pet. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going straight in. We're, we fucking talk. This is what we do every week. We talk for pet. half an hour, then we go, yeah. hang on, let's introduce the guests. Tommy Jacket from the Daily Talk Show. Thanks which, for having me. Oh, it's fucking, it's, I'm so stoked. We've been trying to get yeah. in for so long. Famous for having done more than 350 episodes. Yeah. Of a daily podcast. How many of Fuck, man, that's amazing. 354, something? No, more. I don't know. You would. So you're coming up on the year. Um,. Well, Two no, years. that would be, yeah, a year of, you know, a year in terms of 365. Right. Oh, right. But we've been doing it since last, so January 14th or around then, 2018 was when we started. Oh, okay. So do you do it five days a week? Or five something? days a yeah. week. We are going to go seven days a week. But that's so, crazy, man. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. But I think it. we're trying to work out, like, what's the phrase? Can we call it, can we own the only daily podcast and video show in Australia because I can't I haven't seen one yeah no one's stupid enough to do it uh, well, <laughs> what, about, daily, what about so, yeah. what about my one what's yours I've been doing one every day for like 12 years it's called, really it's called nah Derek's but I'm podcast. sick of hearing how long people have been podcasting they can get <laughs> fucked who cares Derek mumbling mumbling your grievances while sitting on oh, the toilet sorry, does not constitute oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no that is an awesome effort and it's a huge part of my uh, it's a huge part of my career now. I would have said my podcasting mm, career, but mm. it's it's your your business is a massive influencer in my world because, and I don't tell you this to your face, only when I can make some content out of it. Mm. But you know, when I was set up to podcasting in here and mucking around and sort of preparing to do a show here yeah. and there and getting into the tech side and everything. Mm. And these guys just down the road, mm-hmm. you, they used to be above number 25 Easy Street yeah. before moving on to bigger and better things. <laughs> um, and they just deci- they just started doing this fucking crazy-ass idea of every day, every, every weekday, no mm. matter what, doing a show. And that's the kind of dedication. Yeah, and so first lesson is turn your fucking phone off while you're doing a podcast. <laughs> exactly. That's what I've learned from well, doing I, <laughs> as many as we have. Well, I wanted to. <laughs> it should just be. I actually set the no. timer to look like a phone call so that <laughs> he's so that trying to look show busy. Tom a few things. He just, <laughs> so good. He just wants to look in demand. You know? <laughs> no, well. Um, oh, just more projection. Oh, there it goes. He's, he's a real dad because he can't work his fucking phone. That is such a dad move. He turned it on to silent. I think he turned it off silent. No, that's what you did. You picked up your phone. It was on silent, but the alarm overrode yeah. the silent. Yeah, yeah. And then you silenced it. Yeah. 
The and Tommy's coming <laughs> alarm, I thought it was a phone call, so I put it on opposite. Uh, no, no. I, I Easy mistake to make. No, but Let's as a, fair. I wanted to be a bit bit of a rebel and I got a red phone, right? Mm. I mean, you are a different breed, Derek. But everywhere, what you need in that little silent switch is to be able to see the little fucking red bit yeah. that says it's on silent. Oh, yeah. No, that, and I've got a red <laughs> phone. I've gone and capitalized. Oh, yeah. That is so true. That's an that's a flaw from the um, trillion-dollar company right there. Uh, but, Derek. Back um, to the magic. No, you're not hosting. <laughs> <laughs> I was, th- I was wondering if that was going to go. It's a conversation, <laughs> not an interview. I want, no, I wanted, to, I wanted to. I've got to. Go on. I just want me. to talk about when we first met. Yeah, go on, please. No, but you go first. I don't want to. How was it for you? It was great. I, so, With do you remember? Because I've got a story about both of you, about okay. when I first met both of you. Yeah. And I don't know if Dan knows. Right. Because right. I, I that might just be a one sided like story of me you knowing. You would have been only 12 back then when we were. <laughs> when we're getting wild in Fitzroy. No, 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 oh, no. no. I don't, I, this is good. Though. I'm, I'm glad Dan doesn't know. So, you, anyway, you go, Derek. What? It's your podcast. You <laughs> all right, yeah. No. You lead it, mate. Well, what? <laughs> I'm just. Oh, first of all, I'll state how I was affected by these guys with their their drive. Mm. Yeah, you, know, you were talking about it all the time. Success. It was your yeah. your um the cool kids down the road was my name for you. Yeah. So. So it was like another dad comment. They were, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So, well, cool kid. Oh, he still so says grouse too. <laughs> but I think that grouse is going to come back and you're all going <laughs> to fucking mate. bow to me. Cowabunga! <laughs> I, I was too old for cowabunga. Oh, yeah, exactly. Ninja Turtles. That's horrifying when they try to do antiquated things and you were too old for that. Yeah, I was drunk at the punters club when people were doing that line. Oh. Go on. Come anyway, on, Derek. Cool kids down the road. Inspirate, there. absolutely inspirational. Just that that they could just make that decision to yeah. take a huge sacrifice for the long mm. game, the long creative game. Both just like China, they, you are. They both <laughs> just the long game. walked away from their <laughs> successful filmmaking career. No, just kidding. Uh, kidding. no. We do spend about seventy percent of our time on on the actual show, but no, we've loved seeing you, Derek. Like this space. This space, when I first met you, where we're in right now, your podcast studio, was the old dino. And you remember, I, I, when I first moved in here, Dan, you know, mm. came in, had my business by myself at that point, and I just wanted to, you know, do a bit of networking. Mm. And so I, I just walked in to the studio, to this space, yeah. and I said, um, hey, mate, and I just introduced myself, and we just had a good chat. I don't know, I think we had a coffee on his old machine out there. Um, but then I then we tested the um, electric skateboard. I feel like I got Dad to do it. <laughs> that was the relationship. Dad, can you test out the um, kilowatts on my electric skateboard? Oh, and so we put it onto the diner. Oh, do you remember that? In this very room. Wow. Oh, no, I completely and, forgot. And so, I and can so, now. Yeah. And so we tested it. So I've seen the evolution of this room. I hadn't even started. I didn't have a podcast then. And so it I'm was very only- impressed that you went round the neighbourhood and just kind of met people. Because a lot of people don't do that anymore. Yeah. The face-to-face, uh, you know, just- Get a, get a sense of the people and the personalities in your neighbourhood. It's going to work for you in the long run. I wonder if it'll be our advice to the kids saying, don't do that. Because I, I never got told <laughs> not to go. Like I spent my childhood growing, you know, cruising the streets, mm. you know, on my bike and stuff. But I think it's like young kids don't get on. I mean, I'm, tw- I'm 30, but kids younger than me don't call. That We've got, that, uh, we've got ni- a 19-year-old bloke working for us, Mr. 97. He... Um, he just can't make a phone call. Like I've been trying to get him to f- like call a girl that he wants to actually go on a date with. Right. It's all text. It's it all feels yeah, invasive yeah. to them. Yeah, it's their heart yeah. would be racing. Yeah. But I remember going around. Like I remember when I got my first job in a gym 
as a personal trainer, the way I got it was I took my resume and I went and introduced mm. myself to the owner of the gym mm. and he gave me a job that like the next day. Because he liked you. Yeah, because I was a real person yeah. that actually yeah. had a conversation. So anyway, uh, the rest is history between you and I, Des. Yep. Um, and how did watch. you meet me? I don't remember you. Yeah, no, well, I, I don't you think the you cafe. do. I, we, never, we never had uh, a longer conversation than, hey, how you going? I probably talked to your wife a little bit more. Really? Yeah. So I lived in Bondi. Oh, here we go. I lived on. Oh, good. Um, it's 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 after my drinking days. I thought you were going to say I met you back then. You still owe me money. Fucking. I, I, seriously, whenever someone says the first time I met you, I, I go into a cold sweat. So go on, c- carry on. So I met my wife in Bali, and then she lived in Sydney. So we were doing long distance from Melbourne to Sydney, and so I ended up pulling the pin on the job that I had working radio, and I was like, I'm going. I want to live with my wife. So we got a place on. Um, uh, Warner's Ave, no, not Warner's Ave, yeah. on um, across the road from the beach in Bondi, and we we're only there for six months. But in that time, I worked at Jed's. Oh, oh fuck! The coffee shop Jed's. So I wrote my two plays at Jed's, and I always thought, who's that weirdo in the corner doing the writing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I remember you would come in, and I would serve you. I was just a young punk. I was yeah. probably what was that, twenty four, twenty five, huh. and I, you know, it was a change of pace for me from working on a radio show to then yeah. working in a cafe swallowing some pride thinking I was too good for it but then yeah, working there I've but then I, I I met you and I met Missy and I worked there for maybe 3 or 4 months at the at the cafe do you meet <coughs> Missy as well yeah oh, right. and so I met you when you just had your first baby yeah right and so oh right so we spoke yeah, and we, I wasn't rude or anything definitely not rude oh, definitely rude. I mean you pinched my bum once <laughs> well <laughs> But you hashtag <clears throat> but he tipped heavily. It was that it was that kind of place. What it? did you have? What I can't remember. You, I think you had a, the same thing every day when you came in. Do you remember? I used what you to had? get that Mexican breakfast. Oh, that was that, good. Wasn't that it? was good. Yeah, and lots of coffee. I, yeah. That that was a good place. That for yeah. me, I don't for some reason or other I would go down there first thing while the baby was still asleep. Yeah, and I would do. Well, it's, I, I I wrote there all day a few yeah. times, and I wrote two plays, or at least first um, passes on two plays. One of which has been on, and one is going to be on. Amazing! So you so, were actually <clears throat> one of the people that made money from sitting in a cafe in Bondi, because there's a lot of people <laughs> just fucking doing I, nothing, yeah. sitting in cafes in Bondi on on Facebook or something. I actually yeah. was at least I was writing a thing. I can't, you know, yeah, yeah. So that was that was how I met you, Dan. Oh, great! But I only okay. connected the dots later. I mean, how funny is that? Like I meet you, Des, yeah. and then. You mentioned Dan and Missy, and I'm like, I didn't know your name. I just knew Missy, and then so yeah. I was like, "Hang on, I know Dan." <laughs> yeah, right. But I'm wow. glad De- um, Derek didn't tell you. There you go, because it seems like I'm a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we had one. So that was a while ago, because Sammy's four now. Yeah. To bring it round to fatherhood. Yeah. Um, and how old's your? Have you got a boy or a girl? Yeah, little boy. He's, yeah. he's two and a few months. Yeah, right. And was this the partner you went to Sydney to? Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, hang on. When did you live in Sydney? No, we spent quite a bit of time up there. Oh, um, okay. and Hanging out with if, royals. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Tom? No. Dan was hanging out with Prince Harry. Where? Up in Sydney. Oh, no. I saw the photo. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was when they... they well, never. Oh, I, I was standing next to Missy and, and 
they were like, who's this guy? <laughs> who's the old ball guy? He's the father of the most Nanny. famous <laughs> baby in the room, I must say. Well, that was, yeah, and, and Luna slept through the whole, the entire thing. Oh, that's good. And even, God, yeah. yeah you don't Harry want played. a ratty no, kid. Was, but everyone wanted to get a photo of it because it was the first, she'd just announced that they were having a baby. Ah. And, this, and Missy was there with the baby. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was all very... Hoo-ha. And so, did you live there in Sydney? Were you, at, well, were you just visiting there for? No, we we'd go up regularly. Time. Missy's sister lives in Bondi, and so we go up regularly. And also, for Missy's management are there, and yep. you know, so we go for periods of time when she's got shows or mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. Um, so yeah, that was good. That's when life was easy yeah. with a kid. When we just had the one, no. like I, I, it's so unbelievably different having two. Segway. It's beyond the fucking. So tail. Dude, we're, we're um, are you going to do it? Oh, we're we're thinking probably wait till four years old. Yeah, because then it will at Hang least on. one will be a kinder to try or to how old's. Oh, we haven't had sex since Bodie's been around. <laughs> I'm joking. I wouldn't expect They're very oh. religious. <laughs> no, isn't that normal? <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was your question? So are you saying you want to have another baby when Bodie's four? Uh, Is that yeah. for the safety of the baby? No, you did say that to me. <laughs> he said so he knows if he's actually trying to kill the kid, baby or not. Yeah. I think for my son, I think it would be... I mean, he's so affectionate. He just hugs. He's been getting in trouble at daycare yeah, for cuddling kids. Like yeah, no, getting, so in, Sammy. getting yeah. in for cuddling yeah. kids. And and we don't know if he's pushing the kids or he's actually just doing a nice cuddle. Sammy was a bit space invadey too. Yeah. He'd, he'd kind of give put him in a bit of a bear hug and <laughs> they'd, they'd have this look on their face like, yeah. what's wrong? What's this kid doing to me? Yeah. I remember at that stage in LA when I was taking him to these little um, day play centers and he went through this stage of kissing girls. Like he must yeah. have been two or yeah. one and a half. Yeah. And Derek's just, going through it at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'd go and just... Go, Kiss them full stopped. on the mouth. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of weird because it was a thing between them. What What's too far for a one and a half year old? Mm. Well, no I think I, I'd rather my son be overly affectionate yeah. to then dial it back. Right. You know, I'd rather, but you wonder if they go full, if they go full affectionate and they keep getting told, no, that's not appropriate. Blah, 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 yeah. Does it make it, does it pull them back into that next generation of, you know, can't make phone calls, can't. <laughs> Can't yeah. look people in the eye, you know. Like it's it's really scary. You got to, I think it's worth tiptoeing around that. Yeah, you got to pull it back mm. later on, but without saying it's wrong. I mean, I if you were learning really to be affectionate heavy. at seven, maybe a bit much. Yeah. As in, you're too full on at seven. Yeah, yeah. But if you can get yeah. them early, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I think you're right. I think they've got, it's good for them to be affectionate. Well, it's better yeah. than them just sitting in a corner or trying to kill everyone. I yeah. Mean, surely you can. <laughs> the words that resound in our, quite often get brought up in our house are from, quote, uh, baby Tom, jump on the baby. Jump on the baby. He used to say <laughs> that. We're all haunted by it. Oh, no. And we, yeah, we, it, if people say every day now how someone goes, jump on the baby. Does baby Tom <laughs> and tell he goes, you, oh, shut up. Does he tell you not to call him baby Tom anymore? No, nah, he loves it. Really? He's yeah. going to be called that yeah. until he's 48. It'll oh, be... I call everyone baby Tom now. I can't. Yeah, I'm true. Stuck. No, you do. You do. I think um, I would have told to get fucked if I was at his age. But the question time, Tom. We worry about what we, what part of us our kids are going to get. Mm. Dan has shown some considerable concerns about you know, possible alcoholism and general addiction type stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely on, on a 
it seems minor, but it's going to be big. Screen addiction and game mm. addiction. I've mm. I've yeah. felt that sting before from the very first Pong. I right. was hooked. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Space Invaders, the whole thing, and obesity and you know, disrespect for my body, right. and stuff like that. And do you it's ever, better than disrespecting other people's bodies? I've heard three. I've sure. heard probably three hundred of your three hundred fifty shows, mm. and I know you were a naughty boy. I was a naughty. Yeah. Well, he's got that. He's got the naughty nature within him, and he, um, yeah, I think about myself as a kid. He's de- like, he's. He's lovely like his mom. Like, so he looks more like his mom, but he's got the nature of, of me. And so oh, I just don't know. I, when you say you were naughty, what, what do we mean by naughty? And, oh, and at what age? And what, what is it? Is this just rebelliousness? I used to swear a lot. Right. Um, hated going to school. So there was, you know, rebelling against that. Uh, but I was just cheeky. I was just yeah. had an energy about me, I think. I, I still have it, but I just can harness it a bit better. And for better causes, yeah. but I just see like a boundary pusher. I think it's like you you want to be a boundary pusher in some respect. I want my son mm. to at least be that um, disagree have that disagreeable nature about him, sure. where he yeah. knows what he wants to do. Because I think if you can harness it later in life, it's very powerful. Well, yes, Ben. I mean, that's what everyone gives you as consolation when you've got a difficult kid, they say. Yeah. But at least he's got a sense of himself and he's strong-willed. Yeah. It's better than him just It's not cruelty and him. evil. That's mm. the difference. Mm. Yeah. If it's not cruelty and evil, like psychopathy, mm. yeah. you know, if they're still emotional about it, if they still cry when you tell them off, that's kind of important. Mm-hmm. I know it's, you don't want them to cry, but you want to, mm. you want to at least know that they, they feel something. they're not psychopaths. Mm. Right? Yeah. But... When you get to parent-teacher day and school reports and stuff, this is where awareness, like I reckon being a dad, the biggest thing is is awareness and engaging. And we keep patting ourselves on the back for doing this podcast because it means we're at least thinking about some mm. of these topics. But it's looking at your own – like I sit in a thing and I see my school reports over and over again, really clever but just fucks around distracts the rest of the kids. It's all the same as yeah. me. But I'm this there. I'm not just going, me. don't do that because that didn't work on me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, but I'm kind of going, right, okay, let's have a talk about this. Uh, like, how many Tom? kids have failed by the school system? Yeah. And I, like, I'm triggered massively. Like, uh, so Bodhi's been, getting, um, been pushing kids over. Well, that's what they say. Because then when you have the conversation with the, the people who are looking after him, one of them actually is just saying, oh, no, he was hugging. And so then you feel hear this miscommunication between what actually happened, yeah, and is he just a you know affectionate kid that's just being a little too much to the other kids, or I don't care if he's pushing kids over, but if it's aggressive, I care. But if it's right. in a different way, or if he's just excitable, it's like we can Big educate Labrador, him around running that. At, running at people, you know, exactly because you can you can sort yeah. of help him you know hone that versus someone who's aggressive. Yeah. I don't want him to be aggressive, <clears throat> but yeah, I've started flicking him. I've started, um, if, like, because he, he's the kid that would run towards the road. Hey, did he's... you get that from um, Jordan Peterson? Peterson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not going to beat him with my hand. What do <laughs> you do? Because my, my it's just little like a... thing keeps running out of electric charge. <laughs> <laughs> dog collar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor baby Tom on the, with the dog collar. No, I just ho- I hold his hand and just give him a little flick. Okay. But it's only around serious stuff. It's not all the time. It's like... The yeah. road thing is huge. Oh, this yeah, is we've, we've talked thing. a lot about this, about, you know, how to 
when, it, when it comes to life or death situations like mm. the road or you know what what do you what do you do mm. you know they've got to know that you're the authority because they mm. like to when you've got a kid that likes to um, contradict you and go against the grain and mm. that, and that's fine because it shows their kind of strength mm. of will or character or whatever but when it comes to stop mm. In, in in front of the road, yeah. you've got to yeah. be able to stop. And you've also got to be a bit skitsy. I, I think that there's a benefit to being a bit sk- skitsy, like as in full passion, like, no! Like if you go yeah. full, explode, oh, yeah. danger, mm. fight or flight, protect the kids kind of kicks off. It's all about how fast the cool down is mm. and how fast you can get in and say, listen. I mean, it's like dog training, isn't it, really? Mm. You know, oh, it doesn't pay. You can't Especially rub their nose in the it the day after. You've got electric to be the, collar. the electric collar. Mm. But do you know what I mean? Like it's bring it back and be that reasonable voice of reason that's almost instantly explaining what just happened there. Yeah. Not it wasn't anger. It was an emergency situation mm. because I was frightened of yeah. you running on the road. Mm. But to me, that's the that's the thing, being able to cool it back down rather than another 20 minutes. And that's... It's where we all of our flaw, a lot of our flaws are, is yeah. is ma- turning it into a mood for yourself rather than a parenting situation. Mm. It's being conscious ongoing. versus being taken over by the emotion that yeah. you're experiencing. Yeah, it's a fine line. Yeah, what, um, Dan? Totally. For you, you're closer to, you know, being in the, um, you know, having a four year old right yeah, now, four and a, nine and a youngster. Yeah. You've been through it, Desmond. Mm. Um, what's the? Have you? Are you a better parent? Second time round in terms of no, no, what you're no, dealing no, with, or much worse. because the baby, because your new Luna's not well. Sammy's Sammy's much more difficult. To, he's he's much more um, defiant than he was before, which is part, partly a response to Luna, I think. But he's he's at a stage where he's he's really resistant to literally everything. Really? Like it doesn't matter whether you're doing things he wants or doesn't want. Like anything you'd ask him. He d- he does the opposite. Mm. So and and that and that difficulty I have is we've had a lot of talks about this about mother and father roles. Mm. Whether I as a man am even biological. I mean this is controversial, but biologically capable of having the compassion for him mm. that she has for him. See, for me, when he's just constantly, it's like it, it's. You know, if it was if it was anyone who wasn't a four year old, it's like slapping you in the face yeah. <laughs> constantly all day. There's a point for me where I just I can no longer do the deflecting and the and get creative. Like when I've had twelve hours of him de- defying everything I do, and then yeah. I'm and then I need to continue to be um, sort of creative def- defer deflection. What do you call it? You know, like trying to be com- with him. I just can't do it. Mm. You know, I, I physically can't. And and I, I, I have trouble not getting angry with yeah. him. And then, but then I also escalate it by doing that. Yeah. I know that my 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 reaction to want to, to wanna, oh man, I I was ple- I was just begging him last night because mm. I didn't know what else to do. I think we all have a a, a, a go to response mm. to these things. It could be just raising your voice, yeah, or you know, getting angry or turning off, or I don't know. I think we all. Have a certain way. And I don't know what's biological and what's what you've inherited because most yeah. of us grew up with I, – I saw Steve Bidolf the other night talk at Brighton Grammar and he was talking about the effect of the Industrial Revolution and the Second World War mm. on the, se- the, the, the 20th century basically on fatherhood and how the men vanished from the, the home mm. into the Industrial Revolution, into factories, and also the war took a lot of them away and the trauma that came back with the war. Yeah. So men were tra- traditionally parented – 
with a fairly short fuse, mm. um, were fairly kind of practical and didn't take care of a lot of the kind of emotional stuff. And used the, as the bad cop. As, as well. the bad cop. And, yeah. we're, and, we're, and all the stuff we're talking about now would have been foreign to them. They tried better in the 70s and things like that, but then mm. they're still products of their fathers. And on my, I'm products of my father and his father and his father. And, there's a, and I don't know whether it's biological maleness mm. or whether it's um, just the, the effects that have been passed down. Mm. And, but, but I notice a difference in my tolerance to Missy's, mm. for example. So I'm, we're trying to talk about how we can best use our skills because I don't want to just feel like a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want if I can't do it, and I can do it most of the time. Yeah, this is yeah. the thing. I'm, it, it's fine most of the time. But there's a point where I'm definitely out of my depth, and so I don't know if that's. I didn't get that in the, when it was just him. Mm. Now I've got Luna teething and keeping us awake all night to add to the pressure of him not behaving very well. Mm. So it means. It's hard. Oh, you see but why people, you see why marriages break down. You see totally. why dads disconnect, when that mothers second disconnect. One's one, it's it's the biggest pressure I've ever <laughs> felt. Yeah. I but nearly yes. melted down. I was a yes, beast hard. from a f- fucking nervous breakdown. And oh, you had yeah. all the skin problems. Yeah, didn't my, you? my all my anxiety used to come out in eczema. Really? So I was like, literally head to toe, couldn't function. My mm. job was a blacksmith, and if I did anything physical, mm. I, I I couldn't. So I was like fucked in every which way. So you couldn't be the um, breadwinner, mm. right? She was at home with a with a baby, and there was a what was he three year old or whatever. You're kind of just fucked. Mm. You know? Yeah, it's, but it's getting through else. it. And I just don't want to be one of these people that goes, well, you know, you just fucking got a soldier on and you get through it and stop mm. sucking because it's fucked. It was just a, it's a horrible time. Yeah, it's very and hard. some people don't. So there shouldn't be a situation where. You know, it's just, I just don't think you, there should be sometimes the way the modern world wants you to be, just the same as the way the old world used to want you to be, yeah. like go and earn the money and fucking shut up, right? Yeah. Which meant if you couldn't, then you were going to melt down. Right. Because you were no good. Hmm. You couldn't just stay at home and go, like, you got to work then. Don't worry about that. Right. But now you're expected to be the new way and the and cool you meant, way. And you, and you mix it. And if you can't do that, if you're struggling with that, yeah. Then mm. it's all about logic. I mean, it all comes down to your partner. If your partner goes, like if you guys are sitting there going, right, it's let's work this out, fucking 90% of the journey. Yeah, yeah. Everything might be Well, We're going to have to get to roles. But to be able bit. to do that, that's mm. no one, no, hardly anyone gets that. Yeah, yeah. That's a big But trick. we're also trying to be everything all the time. Like yeah. my response mm. when we were in the countryside at the place and, and, and we were, um, I couldn't deal with him. So I went out and do, did what I can do, which is is run the house and do this. I went and cut the wood and lugged it up the hill and I made the fire and I was I about kept to, everyone warm. I was about to say cut wood as a joke. Yeah. And I did the, some work that needed to be done in the house. I made yeah. sure that the food was in the fridge. I made yeah. sure I, I did all this practical stuff that I know I can do yeah. that mm. is valuable. But I qu- couldn't in that moment have creative compassion for him. I couldn't, I couldn't fucking do it. And I was sick of hating myself yeah. for, for the limitation that I had. So we're getting to the point we need to have our roles a little yeah. bit. I'm going to, I'm going to continue to improve and try and get better yeah. at it, but we need to recognize what we're better at and try to be able to go, all right, I'll let you mm. take it at this point so that I don't make it worse. Cause I'm definitely making it worse at certain points when I'm too tired to whatever. Is this a conversation you and Missy have? You, We've you... started talking about this, these specific role things a bit and, and yeah. when to kind of tap out yeah, to yeah, say, yeah. I, I 
because I'll try. I think I should be able to be everything. I should be able to be mm. his compassionate mother as well as his his kind of um, uh, practical father. Mm. But, I, but I can't be both all the time. As as me, Missy can't be both either. Yeah. We, 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 it doesn't matter who's the mother and who's the father. But mm. sometimes you have to kind of you have to kind of split off into. Yeah. Well, uh, Bodie knows that I'm the one that will be more stern with him. Right. And I think it's just, that's in my nature. Amy's softer, right. more loving, you know, that, you know, that sort of caring energy. Yeah. And so he knows he, he, he can, you know, fucking pull the wool over Amy's eyes. Yeah. Cause he comes up, no, up, but he doesn't, he knows not to do it to me. Yeah. And so that's, I think I haven't purposefully gone nut. This is my role. I'm going to assume no. that's been felt really natural mm. for me. To, to have that. And it will happen with same-sex couples too, mm. you know? Like someone will, will just naturally will be more that character. Well, two people are thrown generally. into a job, mm. unskilled, untrained, <laughs> yeah. right? Just like, oh, oh, off you go, go to this cabin, this is your job. Yeah. And you don't even know what it's going to be like. It's like sitting for your first tattoo. What's this going to feel like? You don't know. Bam. They, they, the chances of them both yeah. growing in different ways, in exactly the same rate, mm. and almost zero. Yeah. So it's it's like Fiona and I. You know, I'm things. I'm probably the soft one mm, in yeah. some ways, yeah. but I'm the but I I still reckon in that there's a male female thing where they probably at least want me to blow up because mm. it means a lot more. Mm. It yeah. means a lot more when I, I if I lose it because I go full emotion. Why yeah. are you doing this to me? Why? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, and, that's, and that's what I end up doing. But I don't want to do that. I, don't, I yeah. end up going, what have I done to you? Because I become the baby then. But you know yeah, my theory yeah. about everyone's prime slot, age group? Yes, like I, think some people, I, I think I, 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 I think some people aren't. Tell Tommy aren't what, yeah, what is his prime age Well, slot? I just think that in some cases people can be just their, their favourite parenting is from when it's born to 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 when it's a, when it's grown, right? Mm. Or an adult, and but you have an aptitude and stuff. for it. Yeah, but I yeah, think yeah. some people just aren't zero to four at all. Yeah. It's too, uh, too delicate, too scary, a bit too nervous for that. Some people yeah. aren't. I, I think some people really peak when the kids more like talking to your brother Ben about this stuff, and then when they're more, you can have a conversation with them. Mm. And I think when you've got a childlike mind, like uh, like us. Yeah. We've got childlike minds, right? Yeah, we're a big baby. So narcissistic. We really enjoy their company <laughs> it's when all they're about twelve. Me, me, me. But if yeah. we had super, you know, super super intelligence, and you know, we're, we're, we're all you know mega corporate and, and really demanded complex conversations. Yeah, we might not enjoy them till they're sixteen, seventeen, mm. and then get a huge thrill out of that mm. communication. It, it's, it's a relief to be able to find ways to let yourself off the hook a bit. And, yeah. Excuse me, and be able to go. I, I can't. Well, to express your limitations, yeah. When you, you know, you you got to be able to do that, or you're fucked because you're sitting there hating yourself mm. for what. Well, you I can't think that's do. like I felt guilt before. Um, you know, I get home and I, I, I don't feel like I can deal with much. You know, especially mm. the kid, mm. and so I say I need to go out. I need to go to the gym or something. But it's like there is a level of guilt that you can feel. For feeling like that. Right, yes. Which is kind of what you're saying when you're leaving to go cut the wood. It's like as much as you know you're doing the right thing, 
there's also a level of uh, I haven't been able to do the thing or I should be able to it's like the fight that happens with women in in the in the birthing situation the the natural birthers versus the yeah. obstetricians and this kind of you've got to do it this way or it'll be ruined the child and you've got to do it that way or, mm. and it's like fuck we just that 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 pressure on people is awful mm. on, on mothers to feel like they have to do it a certain way mm. definitely mm. but we seem to have a, a we're, we're getting a lot of creatives coming in to chat with us on this show and you're another one mm. um so we've talked a bit about the how much creativity you've still got when you when you've got to you're go tired. home when you're knackered at the end of the day yeah. and you've got to still save something in the can but also being self-employed did you, did your wife have a full-time job yeah yeah she makes more money than me yeah so you, so she's she's i think we're all in that she's the, yeah, 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 yeah so that makes three of us but <laughs> but do you feel like it's get maybe it, this is to come you're the self-employed are sort of first up against the wall when the time comes when you've got two when you've got two or three or four oh, yeah. kids you're planning on having and they're all sooner or later it's once a week once a fortnight the school calls going, yeah, come and get yeah, him, he's yeah. banged his head, he's cut his leg, she's yeah, feels sick. Yeah, I think it's well, – I mean, for me, the f- freelance or business owner life allows me to have flexibility. Like, mm. that's why I do it. Mm-hmm. I don't work for a company because I don't want those constraints mm. and I don't feel like it's but allowing me to pave my own path. Yeah. And so, if I build something that doesn't allow me to – you know, that that is – so far out of alignment with my existence, which is a parent, a husband, you know, a business. So if I can't go and collect my son, if something bad happens, I probably haven't built it right. Yeah. And so if we're looking at, you know, how we're building our business, it's it's not you know, working weekends. It's not working super late if we don't have to. It's, you know, spending the time, whatever, I get in at 7.45 and I leave at like 4.45 to go pick up my wife. It's like, there's a lot of hours in that day and if I can't be doing what we're needing to be doing in, four, you know, 40, 50 hours in a week, yeah. then I don't know if I've done the right thing. Yeah. I think I look at people who, you know, it's like becoming successful or making shitloads of money. You see a lot of people who have... Obviously, neglected or chosen, whether they think or not, they've made the decision to spend that time at work or yeah. put in all those hours and not be around their kid. That's a that's a choice, right? Yeah. They haven't just had a gun to their head. But I feel like that would bring me a lot of guilt in my existence. It's a hard one because on one hand they're they're making money for the family and all that sort of stuff, the security. Yeah. But the, the bit off the other night was saying the number one thing for fathers to sons particularly and, and keeping those boys safe and and because, you know, keeping boys alive is the big problem mm, mm. For, for various reasons. Mm. And, um, and drug addiction, all that sort of stuff is time spent. Mm. So what you're doing now, if you're, if you're prioritising, and it's not quality time, it's mm. just time in mm. their company yeah. doing nothing or whatever, just the fact yeah. that you're there is the biggest way to prevent them from things like terrible addiction, mm. terrible, um, you know, like there's there's issues of suicide and mm, depression mm. That, that affect men far more than women. Mm. Um, I, I, there is uh, 80% more women going in to drop the kid off at daycare than there is men. Mm. There is rarely, Amy and I both go in every mm. morning and afternoon. 
Right. It doesn't happen. I no. don't see... There is a couple of families that live locally that it's great. Like, But it's like I even see that as a small token of like mum and dad are there, you know, to mm. pick me up, to drop me off. It's like I think that is even pretty important. If you can't do it, I get it. Yes. Because it's fucking hard. Yeah. You know, if if someone actually isn't working full time and that's, you know, their role of yeah, yeah. going to pick up the kid. Mm. it's. Um, but how was it, you know, send that decision to go to daycare? Well, we got to work and all that. Mm. Was it like we got told? All the, the rumors are great, but we we read somewhere or got told or whatever that that girls you can put them in daycare from the day they're born, they're fine. Mm. Uh, but boys can get detachment syndrome or whatever it is. Rah rah rah. Mm. I tell you what, and we was like, oh okay. So we kind of held off and held off. But when we put Tommy into daycare, mm. he turned into a man that day. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he Loved just it. he just went full social. Yeah. Sammy like loved he was shy. Wasn't yeah. interested in other kids. And rah, rah, rah. I th- but I he just, it, what, just bam, he just turned yeah. into a human that well, day. It was well, amazing. Amy and I have said that they have done a better job than we could, I think, <laughs> in yeah. terms of having a structure. To learning, mm. you know, it's amazing. You can talk, you can fucking count to 15, and he's two and a bit. Yeah. I don't know if we would be that as, you know, um, natural parents. I don't know if I'd be led towards, I'd be wanting to be out experiencing stuff. Right. I probably wouldn't be deciding to, let's go through a counting book or, you know, like. Yeah. And so he's learnt, yeah, he's learnt so much. I fill in the gaps where yeah. that you're not going to do. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. we, I you know, get out there and explore. They get better nourishment as well. <laughs> Mate, it's, we call it the 80-20 rule. You know, this is, it's what adults do. They eat 80% good stuff, 20% shit. Right. We call it the 80-20 rule. 20% that we feed him <laughs> isn't shit. It's not Maccas, but it's just not as good as the 80% of what no, he gets they at provide daycare. food. Oh, dude. He Bloody is having... Wow. We can, we've Good got this. Food. It's so fucking expensive. So I'm glad that they have this as a service. There's an there's an app that we have where you can go on. You can order s- his couscous no, on the. <laughs> you can see photos of the food oh, wow. cooked by the chef. No. The chef's name's Lydia. She's lovely, and all the kids know her. Because but the bastards only eat tomato sauce and pasta. Mate, you should see these uh, fruit Mind platters, it. and then there's like penne with yeah. <laughs> chickpeas. And with also buco. We, yeah, we, we had baby food for, for Luna. Missy got it out of the fridge. She had vegetables and also buco. <laughs> I was like, You're what the fuck? Yeah. How's the baby know what it... Anyway. Mate, when we, when we were around, there was no food like there is, the frozen meals that... Like, I feel guilty about giving him frozen meals. And they're good quality stuff, right? right? Yeah. Constantly. But I'm like, oh, I think we need to lift our game in cooking, you know? So we mm. give him a, a smoothie every morning, a green smoothie. And so I start him off with this, you know, but you know, I get the guilt when I hear you talking about those smoothies on your show. It's like, well, it's selfishly oh, for maybe me, I mate. should do something <laughs> in the morning. And I, right, right, kids, we're having some yogurt on our Nutri-Gram. <laughs> <laughs> That's just sugar, though. I started, you know, it's taken me a while to really evolve into looking at the what the kids are eating and stuff, mm. and starting looking at packets and stuff. Mm. So it's hard like when they're because I they're... grew up in that seventies kind of vibe where yeah. it was like, go on, have wheat bix with a centimeter of sugar on the yeah. top of it. Yeah, uh, and when they and won't eat, like Sammy won't eat vegetables, and we're vegetarian most of the time. Do you? Like, yeah. So it's it's. Like, I mean, I eat kangaroo and stuff like that. Like, I've got a sort of ethical meat thing, but um, 
But yeah, that makes it very, very hard mm. when he won't eat vegetables because yeah. what, what do you give him? And then it pulls your eating habits down mm. because you start to kind of try to make stuff that he'll eat. It's real hard. That's, that's a big, that, that was a big hit, I think, for us when we realised that we were just droning on eating the blandest of all shit. Yeah. The kids. You're just too tired to go, well, to this is, this is our one with the chilli flakes. Yeah. And, and the yeah. sesame oil, and this is their one. And it, you end up just going, yeah, whatever. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> give me the boring shit. Let's just get, Can on, I, get to bedtime. I promised I'd do this uh, to yeah. Missy. I'd do this, and and to myself that I, I want to talk a little bit about what's wonderful about the kids because I feel like mm. I've been constantly just coming in here and going, <laughs> I can't cope. I can't cope. Yeah, they're fucking. I don't know what's going on because I love them, mm. and there's beautiful moments, and there's beautiful ways they've changed me, mm. and and maybe there's things that you might because because you're relative mm. well, you're newer to fatherhood than mm-hmm. I am, and and there's when there's one, there's a bit more space, and you might mm. have. Um, particular mm. things you've noticed or lovely uh, mm. surprises about being a father that yeah I I literally have I mean it's only a thought you'd have if you're a dad um, or you owned a dog <laughs> but it's like the re- having the responsibility for someone else outside of yourself and yeah. it's probably coming from being a selfish person or mm. just being a single person or you know just trying to pave your own way but like the gift of responsibility because some people might see yeah. responsibility yeah. as something that's not a gift it's a burden it's a burden mm. whereas i've i've seen and th- felt that having bodhi has been this m- amazing gift of responsibility yeah. and it's like fuck i'm actually in charge here you know like i'm in charge of this little kid because yeah. he can't fend for himself it's so surreal they're useless it's still surreal <laughs> for, for so me long going, oh my god and so th- i'd love that i'd love just feeling that and feeling happy about it yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an one, opportunity one to things. complete some stuff in yourself. Yeah, in your sort of journey toward adulthood. Mm. You know, what, what's the band for you? Uh, that yeah, look, that stuff. Um, it, it also just be- beautiful moments we talked about last week. The, the slowing down. When I I have trouble slowing down, mm. and you know the moments when he's just playing with with especially nature i've i've gotten him interested in trees and plants and animals a bit because of my own interest we went fossil hunting at <coughs> Beaumaris the other day because there's there's a fossil bed at Beaumaris beach that's the most uh prolific in victoria and we went through the where you're not allowed to go it was like you know the don't enter good dad yeah, yeah. good dad stuff. lesson he can't read <laughs> yeah. yet can he? <laughs> no so i got the tides right so it was like Perfect. really low tide you can only get across at very low tide and you can find these Six million year old e- echinoid fossils. They're like of star f- um, sea urchins. There's, there's a lot of them, but we and we'd been talking about that, and I took him to do that. And there's things like watching him with the big fossil bag that's too big for him, kind of wan- wandering along the shore looking for these little things. Yeah. And there, there's a moment where you get to see that, and you see. Well, I suppose you're seeing yourself in them as well. Yeah, this yeah. is a danger, actually. Sometimes you're trying to make them love the things that mean something to your childhood. Yeah. But it's good when you find the connecting point, yeah. which is, you know, fossils, dinosaurs, blah, blah, blah. They're little things, they're moments mm. of of <laughs> slowing down and observing the world that I re- rarely do. With yeah. They're a great opportunity to do that, right? Have you um, watched Brene Brown's keynote on Netflix? I haven't watched all of it. I watched it. Yeah, all of it, yeah. it's really good. But I think yeah. uh, there was a bit of r- around... You know, the your kid being a little shit or just the annoying thing they do and, and mm. reframing it is yeah. what I took from it as looking at it like, 
it is the thing that you want if they aren't there anymore, you know? Right. Them well, coming, dad, 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 dad. Similar thing, That's yeah. my theme. And mine's a bit more doom, a bit doom-based. But, yeah, if I've – it's a tool I if use If you now. lost them, you'd be praying for this. It's a tool I mm, use, yeah. you know. That's a gratitude and, and tool. And that mm. is if I'm just at the mm. point of going, oh, this is terrible. Mm. This is awful. My life is terrible. I'm tired. But mm. first of all, I go – is it because I just want to sit down and look at my phone? Mm. And that's fucked, right? Mm, yeah. But secondly, I just go straight to just think about it if, you, if you'd lost them. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and don't think about it too much. Don't, no. don't go into detail. Well, you can but jog, just go, you would you. beg, you would beg, you would give your whole life for yeah. five minutes of hearing them go, Dad, I can't get to sleep. My toe hurts. <laughs> and rah, rah, rah. Yeah. You'd beg for every yeah. single detail as the door banging. Story. Well, so there's a fine line because the yeah. person that's lying in bed saying, fuck off, kid, I can't deal with you, probably has his mind on other things. And so I don't want to be so consumed by the thing I'm doing outside of my family yeah. that I can't – and I do at times because I, I have experience and that's when I go for a walk or go to the gym or something. But that's, that's like mindfulness, right? Like yeah. being able to take a deep breath. I, I've been meditating every day. Um, doing this app, Sam Harris. Sam's, yeah, yeah. Sam. So good. Yeah. So good. And so I, I haven't missed a day for ages now. Um, but I, the benefit, I, there's this bit where he just talks about the benefits of meditation and how you know that there's benefit. How, how do you know when it's working? Right. And yeah. he said when, when having those negative thoughts actually is the trigger point to come back and go, I need a moment. I need to yes. reframe this. And so it's like it takes so much time. I'm still not there, but it's. But I think yeah, when you get annoyed at your kid, if that can then be the mind's trigger of, that's not the way yeah. to look at it. Let's reframe this. Let's have a deep breath. The drunks and, talk about that. It's the pain yeah. is the touchstone of progress. Yeah, you know, if you once you see the the things that, that you can't stand about being sober, for example, the mm. thing that drives you to drink mm. and that becomes the, the trigger point, the pushing mm. off point or the, any negative things that can become a pushing off point mm. and, and allow you to perform an act of alchemy, mm. really. A shitty experience, a shitty thing allows you to suddenly um, learn something or grow. That's the, yeah. that's the, that's the best you can hope for, yeah. isn't it, if it's, if it's that? Because you're never going to be perfect. Mm. That's quite yeah. Desmond, <laughs> where are we gonna? What are we gonna do? Good <laughs> it's your podcast, mate. I'm happy to take it over. And no, just... I don't mean about the podcast. <laughs> I mean like raising children. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the, something that something that Dan and Missy have to deal with, and that's the public face mm. of your children, right? So you've got the big media company. We haven't even mentioned that yet. That's that's so, my business. Yeah. So Tom's business with Josh, Josh is yeah. a. a is that what it's called? It's called, it's called Big Media Company. All oh, right, right alongside the Daily Talk Show. Yeah, very straight to the point. They are geniuses <laughs> at choosing names, and it's going to work. Yeah. So, so they've got a you know a successful film production business, right? And you do videos. Tom, if you don't know already out there, if you haven't Googled him in the last half an hour, you will know he's the baby Tom. Baby Tom over here, yeah. Tom, oh, you, Tom in the Tom are we talking about? You, you, you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Tommy Jacket. Yeah, that's me. He's the famous guy from the O-bike fishing video. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, what, what? 
Oh. No, I made a video of um, those. Did you see those pesky O bikes? Oh, yeah. I remember that controversy. Singapore. They're all in Elwood Canal. Oh, yeah. So they were a bike share. You know, you use your app, open up, unlocks the bike, you ride it and just yeah. drop it anywhere, lock it up. Drop it in the river. Done. And so that's what people did. They took it. And I just noticed these things everywhere. And I, and I anyway, made a video because I thought these are getting put everywhere. And I saw on an app that they were in the river. Like you could see them yes. physically on the map. And then I was like, mm. imagine if I went and fished them out, like with a big hook and I built this fucking thing. And I, and I, I, I didn't know if it was going to work. And I got like eight on the day. Oh, wow. And they were everywhere. It was a real problem. But it was a big viral thing. What yeah, an went, exciting uh, game to play though. Uh, Bike fishing. I was just yeah. by myself, and I and I had heaps of fun. People walking past were like, "What's?" I had people helping me. Had yeah. this one woman hold the camera, and me and her husband were fucking pulling this. Oh, you thing didn't out. even have a cameraman. You did. No, it. I took four cameras of my own. Oh wow! And so I was kind of just yeah. It was a it was an epic mission. Yeah, cool. but then it, yeah, so as Derek saw, it went on. It was on the news. Yeah. So so right. also, and Tommy did the, the the whole scandal with the Seven Eleven coffee thing and all that. Another expose ended up on the company. on the project. Yeah, that's he was right. on the project. Right? That's right. It was pretty exciting. That's right. But so leading to the point or the question is when when do you cut off or do you the age when you're dropping mm. Bodie on your socials and mm. he's part of your content. You've got yeah. a baby. No one's going to – when the kid's 14, they're not going to go, hey, that was that baby, yeah. right? But at what stage is are they an independent identity mm. and do they have it? Do they get a choice and all sorts of things? Yeah. I mean, you could exploit your kid. Uh, oh. You see how easy it is because they're so cute. and and and. But it is something I've thought more about when he was young, very young. I mean, yeah, I haven't been including, but I've definitely thought more about it. It would be, it would be hard. I'd love to hear more of what you think, Dan. Oh, but well, look, it, it's it's Hair a bit ball. of an un- <laughs> no. A- but I think you're you're trying. You're saying uh, that fame has something, you know, attention. If we, well, would remove you, fame, say attention. Would you, yeah, would you keep using him right through? And, and risk that thing, and we've been hearing about kids wanting to sue their parents for. Oh, I don't think you'd. I don't. But I'm not. We don't. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. I think by the time they're old enough, the world's going to be so different, and and we're going to be surveilled up mm. the fucking wazoo. Mm. You just the idea of there not being images of you. You're going to be filmed constantly mm. by mm. yourself, by everyone. Like, like I don't know. I, I, that's how I feel. And we, our thing was that if we're in charge of the images that go out, then. It, Disincentivizes report, you know, photographers to photograph them. Yeah, you know, and stuff like that. Mm. You, you're you're in charge of it. And and does anyone really recognize a two year old mm. on the street? This is not South America or some country where they're going to kidnap you. Yeah, you know, yeah, family or something. Lucky. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think it might be a different consideration if there was a lot of attention on mm-hmm. me. I think you'd. I think about it now with not much no attention. But what if you turn into a shock jock? You know, in ten years time. You just go full shock jock, and it might get, be his future though. It might be a part. He's yeah. linked with it, but it might be a part of. We think about the, what, what's moving forward. It's like I make money now in that space. Yeah, it's only got to go more into that space in terms yeah. of people yeah. turning these things into a career. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a fine balance. I'm not at the point where I have to think about his social media habits. Well, and, yeah, I mean, he has to be old enough to for you to find out whether he's going to be sensitive about that, and how yeah. are we ever going to know that? If you're, if if as you say, if that's what you're 
in, mm. then that's always going to be there. It's not. He's going to sure be he a slowly. I'm sure he fucking. He'll be it. a frog in boiling water. He'll yeah. gradually get boiled. And we don't yeah. know. Like you said, Dan, we don't know what's coming. But we do. I went to a conference, podcasting conference, and I know what's coming. And I know that everything you say will be searchable in your podcast. Mm. Right? Yeah. What Google are doing? Okay. How do you feel about uh, that? iTunes. So, I so don't care anymore. But so yeah, I don't. But. If you talk about your kid's you know, problems you know, with his knob or something like that, yeah. sooner or later he's 16 <laughs> and someone at his school might Google yeah. You know, his name and find out that yeah, his, no, that's his right. dad's there talking about, about his But I'm sort of banking penis. on by the time that happens, us having gotten thicker skins with it. Like this whole sensitivity to online yeah. bullying and stuff will get less because people just will be so uh, – everyone's going to have such a voice and everyone's going to see everything of everyone that mm. eventually we just won't be able to, to get depressed every time someone – you know what I mean? I feel like we, our skins will naturally thicken to mm. that stuff. And it's really just like everyone you're out in the street with is thinking stuff about each other. It's just now you can hear them doing it. Mm. Um, do, you, do you see what I mean? I, I just can't see how that's not going to become the case and, and he's not going to... I mean, you avoid saying anything that's obviously Might their take business. Might more generations though, really. Mm. You reckon? Like the oh. way things at the speed, like you said... The faster everything accelerates, the more collateral damage there is on the way to getting to that point. Mm. Yeah, so, true. I mean, you can be excited about what it's going to be like in 20 years, yeah. but our kids are in it. Mm. They're in the experimental zone. They're also kids. I, 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 think our ki kids. I think our kids are better off than ones that are 17 now. I just think that it's all too oh, fresh it's for tough them. tough now. And they got, yeah. they're spending all their days. Like we are from, we're aware of it. From birth, screen time and everything. I'm mm. aware. I might be sitting right. there looking at my phone, yeah. and the kid might uh, the kid might be approach Fiona and go, "Mum, rah rah rah," and she'll go, "Hang on," you know. Mm. And I go, "Oh," and I might get judgy. I go, "Hang on," and she'll go, "But what about you?" I go, "Oh yeah, all right, I'm doing it too, mm. right?" And little, but we're aware, and awareness is the key. At least it's a start. Whereas I don't think the kids that are 18, 17, 18 now, or yeah. 21 or whatever. Their parents had no clue. It was a new thing. It's yeah. like someone said on our show, it's the thalidomide of this generation. Yeah. Thalidomide was a was a drug that was given, uh, it was for something uh, else, yeah. but it was given for morning sickness and yeah. it caused people to be born without arms and legs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So the, the deformities like a, of that stuff. A and, big and mistake. It, and we just, you know, no one saw it coming. Well, or they are. Anyway, that's a whole other issue. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. this could be that sort of thing that that we don't know the the consequences of it until mm. much later. It was like five G. People thinking that these technologies, like you know, five G internet mm. and the 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 oh, waves really? that it's sending out. I don't know. But th this is the thing. Don't I, freak me out. Well, we don't know, do we? I mean, we don't <laughs> we know the effects of this. One thing that seems plain to me now is that we're exceeding the bandwidth of our biological our wetware our brains mm, mm. and and we can't absorb any more shit mm. like i i can't be a parent and follow the news anymore for example mm. not like like when i was a kid we had a black and white tv we watched dr hughes dr who and yeah. there was and there was one nightly news cast and that that was that was the only access to the rest of the world you had you could whereas now every five minutes we're taking in much more than that and mm. and we can't fucking do it yeah. that's where the limitations are going to come mental illness is going to grow mm. blah 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 you know until we do the old Kurtzweil Elon Musk neural net thing and it's like that when you're standing there at the at the, at the side of the footy field 
and your kid's playing an analog game of footy, you know, and you think to yourself, really? oh, my God, I'm seeing, what's this, happened? I'm seeing this as a massive <laughs> break from reality and it's an, it's an hour and a half right. off from yeah. the world. It's like, no, it's meant to be the feature and the highlight mm. and the yeah. big intense moment where you're going, all right, this is so real. And, and to get excited about that is kind of a sad indictment, I suppose. That, that have you have you put your son in? Sorry, have you, have you put your son in front of uh, like m- uh, animated movies yet? Oh, cars, those kind of things. Have you noticed how fucking full on they are? Like, yeah, they love uh, it. Well, 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 that's interesting because my son at first was very like, oh, yeah, what are you rocking so... a seventy-two inch plasma at home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> it's um, no, but it's just that that, that it, it's so loud and fast and stretchy and yeah. like the the cuts, the edits are really fast and yeah. sharp. And I remember him being like, uh, like it was it was very um, high detail and f- rapid moving. The and Japanese flashing. ones are, are, are too much for me even now. Um, right. you know the ones they're the, like the Japanese animation where they're they're always just shouting they're, it's like the old marine boy and all the old ones of, but yeah. they're just always sh- it's like watching Dallas they're fucking just shouting at each yeah. other all the time it's awfulness turn that shouty shit off please it's awful we don't own a TV we haven't got a TV in our house which I think if if I was watching, if I had, was in the habit of just watching TV at night, he'd be there sitting next to me. He'd love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He get when he goes to grandma's, it's a um, treat. Right. Yeah. You know, has his little has this little couch that he just gets on, and we 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 made the t- we, we we would let him watch some at certain times. Yeah. But and and he's allowed to watch a movie on the weekend. Yeah. But we we had to make the TV broken for a, <laughs> a couple of months. We said it was broken. And we just switched it off at the wall, and he yeah. every day he'd come in and try and want to watch because. But it was just so. It, 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 there was such a fight. Mm. You don't know whether you're fed. It. We always have it's like this losing discussion. your nanny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, it's a it's a hard one. Once you open the the, the ark of the covenant, uh, yeah. and that that thing comes out and through their eyes, you can't go back. It again. is coming. It's the old argument, you know, if you. Hide them from it. They'll come in so hard and fast at it. It well, it's It'll inevitable. Like it's going to be somewhere down the. T- but it's their too journey. early to worry about that stuff. Yeah, it's the ones like when I was growing up, there was like twelve-year-olds whose parents only let them watch the ABC. Yeah, and this was this was deep seventies. Uh, there was know. only the ABC, wasn't there? No, there was the other channels. Yeah, but the, but you know you knew that the, at, at some stage they were going to flip and just. Have yeah. a, have to eat McDonald's every meal for the day. <laughs> it was just like, oh, oh you know. God. And they'd get to your house and they wouldn't play with you. Yeah. They'd just go, can we watch telly? Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, so. The other thing I've learned from being a dad is um, what it means to be vulnerable and not to actually not have control of what is going to happen or what's yeah. happening. And so yeah. it's like you lose all sense of control, which is fucking frightening. And you have yeah. to sort of you know, give over to it. And that's why it's, I think I'm more, uh, I think more about the second kid and what I didn't know when I had the first kid and now what I can think about, you know, understanding what are the problems that can happen. Like ignorance is bliss, right? So you go into it like, yeah, now it's, now it seems more scary for that second one. Was it for you or you just, it was an accident? Yeah. There's a lot of talk (laughs) about the second one being, 
you know, you ignore them. Oh, they'll, they'll, they'll catch up. Don't worry about that. You know, like the first one, you're obsessed with safety and mm. choking and everything. And the second one, you'd be like, oh, where's that second one? Oh, there, there, she's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. The, but but in reality, yeah, it's 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 hectic. It's twice as much to worry about. And you're, both... you're more aware of the time they take. It's not a novelty and you're not. Yeah. And I think you're in a, you're drugged up on the first one. You you don't remember. Do you remember? You remember you're the first actually year the, drugged up. You're, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, was, there, was, there was some good drugs going around, but, but you know, you are. You, you're not there. And the second one, there's slightly less of that, so you're more aware. And therefore, yeah. so I think it's, I think it's any worse, but it's definitely you got less time. Mm. You got less support for each other, less tolerance. Yeah, you, you, there's all your that. Marriage is in worse condition, and yeah. on top of that. Look you're after less, your marriage. You're less in a surreal yeah, bubble. The second one. Yeah. The um the, uh, the apartment block that I live in, we've there was th- three of us that all had kids around the same time, and one of the kids is Bodie's age, a little bit younger than Bodie, but they just had twins, so it went from Ooh, three yeah. in the house to yeah. five in the oh, house. Oh fuck! Oh, they were already on three. Well, no, sorry, three. Oh, sorry. In, yeah, Mum yeah, and dad yeah. and kid, and now there's five, you know, yeah, five know. people in the house. Yeah. Far out. You, you I feel for one. them. Having three one. is next level. Like, apparently it's just... Really? I'm one of three. What are you? People are one of two. What about you? Two. 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 But pe- people say when you... You know what What I say to people that have only one? You go, oh, it's... And Dan, you know, the, well, you know the difference because you had only one for a while. People with three... Pah. They treat people with two like they were on holiday. Mm. They say, no, nah, this is but next they, level. There's only someone, two parents. But maybe they've died enough inside to not fight at all by <laughs> then. Exactly. You're just like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Because it, it does help when you don't care anymore. Like I've when I have those times <laughs> when I can't – like, for example – Can when, I quote that? When, <laughs> when Missy's not there and it's just me with one – oh, well, it changes when there's two. Look, it's when you're trying to think about your career, mm. think about your relationship with your partner and all those things, as well as be there with the kids, mm. there's always more resistance from them and it's harder. When you when those things aren't there, mm. I mean, Brett hinted at the, the that there's some upsides to single parenting as long as you've got the other parents somewhere <laughs> and you get along and all that stuff because you it's just you and them yeah. for half the week <laughs> and then you've got your own self and so you can switch in and out. There's a very clear yeah. compartmentaling. Whereas I'm trying to have a relationship with my wife and the kids at the simultaneously and do all that mm. sort of thing. And it's very hard to split your focus and the kids know when you're not mm. paying attention and they, uh, they fucking hammer you for it. Mm. Anyway. Were your parents together? Uh, till I was up. in my teens, yeah. yeah. What about you, Desmond? Yeah, this I think they're still together. <laughs> you, you think, <laughs> As of yeah. yesterday morning, it's my mum's birthday today. Happy Is birthday. it? Oh shit! I better give her a call. Hey, she be yeah, mama. How old's your mum? Uh, she be. I reckon she be eighty-one. Eighty-one. Mm. Yeah, right. Do you think it's um, having a what for you, Dan? When your parents split, was yeah. it? How was it for you as a? Oh, well, that's a big person. discussion. But, well, basically it wasn't so bad for me. I was old enough. I was 16. And I think I, I recognised they were happier mm. apart than they were together. Mm. And and I think we've talked about that before on the podcast, that it's more important that the pair, than, you know, staying together for the kids and then being horrible to each other and modelling oh, yeah, horrible yeah. relationship behaviour is far worse than, than separating and being happy mm. and then bringing the kids up co-parent-wise or whatever, you know. But it's an analogue scale. Like, you know, being 
what about being slightly horrible to each other some of the time? Yeah. You know, like, and mm. and the possible damp. Like, I reckon there's a balance. I know we all say, no, you're better off splitting up because a, a shit, it gives them a bad modeling and everything. Well, I just but saying, what it if they're be your not reason. in your case? Yeah. But, mm. but, but if there's a bit and you are destined to split up, you feel it, but you, you know, it's not that damaging for the kids. Is it, and they're 13. Is it worth waiting till they're sixteen so oh, they go okay. into that zone and be no, more rational, no, just... or is sixteen more dangerous? Like it's it's tragic that the, when you know it's some over, people it's are going to try and pinpoint, oh, yeah. try and pinpoint the time. right time for the kids to to put them through a, a trauma. That's a hell know, but, of a thing. Yeah, but it's, that's a horrible idea, and it's a horrible thing to put on the kids. Yeah, because mm. the kids know that they're being. Then they become the cause of the unhappiness of the relationship mm. too. Kids take that shit on. Yeah. When you when the relationship's over and you know it's over, you've come to that thing. It's you got to break up. I believe because then then it's clear and clean, and the kids don't have to feel that they're mm. responsible for it in some way. Yeah. And and who are you? You're not you're not making them any better by putting it off until yeah. You better. I mean, you're I in a know, better position to nurture them. Like let's say they're thirteen. Yeah. Compared to sixteen, I mean, we're saying these like the decision to stay there is a mutual decision between the two parents, but it's probably not the way it happens, right? Yeah. There's yeah, a conversation One of them wants in your out. head. There's a conversation yeah. in your head going, "I'm just going to fucking grip my teeth, hate this bitch." Yeah, yeah. And then you know the other person's <laughs> going, "Why is he being such an asshole? I want to make this work." Yeah. It when makes sense mutual, if there was fine. a conversation, then it becomes that's co-parenting. Yes, we're yeah. together. But we don't love each other anymore like that. But if you're having we're a going shit relationship, to be great parents and friends together. Yeah. But that that's ideal, they're right? Not have if that, that conversation the if they're hating each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So it's fun. yeah, it's hard. It's a hard <laughs> one. It's, it's Just look up, nurture your relationship. The more kids you have, because because yeah. the ten, the natural thing is to go deeper into trying to look after the kids. And I know I've had a lot of guilt about when I don't cope very well with the kids, and I'm trying to be better father so much that. It's easy to forget our relationship, and if if our relationship's not working, mm. then it just adds a whole other level of stress. We have to become allies with each mm. other. It's hard because we're both, yeah. You got got to nurture that that connection. Mm. We're just starting to do that again now. We're starting to have date nights and starting yeah. to do things with each other, and it feels so much better. Yeah, yeah. So do a rec- feel as going to do a record together. Get your banjo yeah. out, Danny boy. I'm waiting for the kids to get old enough for the family band. <laughs> that would be good, family Just, album. Yeah. Hey, before we before we knock off and we release Tom to his chicken, important chicken business. Chicken business. Um, lunch business. at a chicken place. Oh, cool. <laughs> we can say the name if we want. You can. Go for it. We're not cash for comment here. <laughs> no one's getting any cash. Nando's is where I'm going for lunch, guys. <laughs> well, why Why is that such a point of thing? No, I don't know. Why you Nando's? Said chicken. No, they're a client of ours. Oh, they are a client. But okay. we, um, yeah, just catching up at Nando's. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> I just want, just just before we say goodbye, yes. I want Tom, can you do the pinch for me? I want it, the flick. Oh, the flick. Can you do the flick? I want to. Hang on, get naughty, the stick out. Okay, so you've done it. So I'm naughty boy. I've gone, I've tried to run over the road and you've pulled me yes, back. Yes, but, but yeah. come here. No, there we go. Don't do that ever again. I'm probably raising oh, my voice I, a bit more. I would, yeah, I reckon I'd do it again. Give what, me a, a double oh, I thought I thought you peeled their eyelids back and flicked them <laughs> on the middle of the eyeball. No, I actually thought I can't. I, I did the flick and I was like, I don't feel like that's giving it enough, but I can't. What more am I going to do? No, you're not, you're not trying to hurt. You're trying to 
create a thing. It's like the oh, yeah, it's an anchor for people. Yeah, that it's are an anchor. Yeah, they it's, up cigarettes or whatever. It's a, the flick is a trigger point for every. You know, it's they just remember a snap every time. Out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like Pavlovian fucking <laughs> thing almost, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the eye might have to go straight to the eye one. <laughs> the eyeball. No, can't, you can't hurt them. They're this so- fucker won't listen. I've got to <laughs> flick him on the scrotum. <laughs> like everything, I think it's about the learning curve. And if you do, you know, if you do give them a, a smack, it's how fast you can return from that. Mm. If you do, there's there's dudes out there that whack <laughs> their kids and go, and then you either go, fuck, I really don't want to do that again. Right, and they have to talk to the kids about that. Mm. Right, right, right. If you're loved, if you grow up and, and you were loved by your parents, you don't remember the smack with any great torment. You laugh about you it. You know what I mean? The spoon. Like cracks. if you got a smack every yeah, now yeah. and then from from your folks, and and but you but you have felt and still feel loved by them, you're not going to be in endless therapy over mm, it. Mm. You know what I mean? So you can parents could forgive themselves for that stuff. They don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you know how it is. Well, Tommy, Jacket, thank you a million for coming on our show. Thanks, mate. How so long did stoked. we go for? Fucking ages. Did we? <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we got it all sorted. And, uh, you know, we'd, I just feel a little bit better for and, having And people been, get yeah. on to the Daily Talk Show. It's every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, our new studio is nearly done, and so you both of you have to come in. Yeah, sure. Derek, you've been on the show how many times now? Four. Yeah, he just hangs around out the front, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, mate, come on. Yeah, let the tyres down of their proper, of, of their uh, booked guest. Now we're going to launch something called um, Weekend Banter. So uh, we will have to record an episode with the four of us for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, let us know. Just talking shit. <clears throat> How's your phone in? Do you do any do any talk back or anything? Uh, like not at the moment. Not during. Not for the show. But we might for the weekend banter yeah. one. So yeah. if we want to. I don't know, get one of your other mates on. Get baby Tom on from home. Yeah. Check in with him. From home. Baby Tom from home. <laughs> Not baby Tommy Jacket or baby Tom from the cafe. No, no. You, you rattle me when you call me Tom because my real name's Thomas and no one ever calls me Tom. Oh. But you call me Tom. Oh, what's your name then? My name's Thomas. Oh, oh Tommy. I call myself Tommy. Oh, Tommy. But then Tommy. you go to Tom. Well, see, I, I grew up because my father's thing. called Tommy. Is he? He's Tommy. What? Oh, birth record, Tommy. No, Thomas. Thomas, yeah. Like all of them. Like even mine's Thomas. But what do you mean? Yours I grew is up with my baby boy. Okay, so he's, he's officially <laughs> Thomas. Like, is your real name Thomas? John Thomas. <laughs> this is no, all getting a bit strangely no, sort of. I'm see. just saying. I grew up with Tom's with Thomas's being my father being called Tommy by yeah. my mum and many people. But Tom by millions of other people and just people randomly choosing what they call him. Yeah, it's not. It's not something you seem to have much control of. Is I mean, it? I don't care that much. You can call me Tom. Don't cry. It's just an old man. It's, thing. The, it's <laughs> the it's the three option names like Dan, Daniel, Danny, yeah. Tom, Thomas, and Sam. Well, Sammy's I caught up with Dan Sam. over the years, and I said, "Hey, welcome, Danny." And he went, "Oh," and he was like, "Oh, no, no that's one's right. called some, me." Yeah. No, no, well, some people do. Well, I call Sammy Samuel obviously when he's in trouble, yeah. but I pronounce it the the Samoan way, which is Samul. Samul. Oh, yeah. I like it. Nice. Samul. Sounds like you're I don't know if it is. Demon. I just made it perhaps, up. <laughs> yeah, perhaps you are. I say, come to me some wool. Oh, we're going to try and say goodbye one more time. All right, Thanks, guys. Tommy. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming in.
That awesome podcast was recorded at Castaway Studios in Collingwood. Here, we provide affordable, accessible, professional podcasting production facilities to the full range of podcasters, all the way from basic studio hire right through to full season production packages. You can get us on castawaycollingwood at gmail.com or just look up Castaway Studios on all the social medias.